In this episode of Board Game Impact, I'm going to talk all about Hunt a Killer Mystery, Body on the Boardwalk. Welcome back for another episode of Board Game Impact. As always, I am Doc Brown, here to talk all about how the games we are playing are affecting us, so that way you can know how they might impact you and your gaming group. And so if that sounds of interest to you, make sure to go on over on Facebook and all the places. And while you have your phone out on you, because you're just listening to a podcast, um, make sure to hit that subscribe. But welcome and welcome back for those who are tuning in again. Today is all going to be about a game that was sent to me by Hunt a Killer Mystery Company. And I thought it would be a really ideal time to do it because honestly, today here in Texas, it was 102 degrees. It's very warm. And this is that kind of great game if you want to play solo or uh, two player um, or maybe a small group and just stay inside and essentially have an escape room style game in your house. If you though are interested in escape rooms, but have want to avoid all spoilers, um, I'm going to be talking about some of the things in the box. I will not tell you the answers to anything. Um, this is going to be going over our impressions of it, what we thought about it. Um, spoiler alert, I had a lot of fun. And so if you want to hear more about it, I encourage you to stay around because it's pretty cool. Um, okay. So, but if you want to support and keep having this happen, um, uh, make sure to go on over to patreon.com slash board game impact, uh, where even a dollar a month makes a significant, significant impact. Um, in terms of other updates, um, a lot of really exciting things going on, starting to make plans for tabletop Alliance and our September shipping party. Um, which should be very, very cool um, in getting games out to schools, libraries, community programs uh, through that nonprofit that we also run on the side. Planning some things also for Extra Life Tabletop Appreciation Weekend, which is happening in the middle of August, the um, weekend of August 18th. So definitely make sure to stay tuned for that because we'll be posting some things about it. And personally, for me, I raise funds for Texas Children's. Um, if you're not familiar with Extra Life, it's a charity that in which you play games to support um, Children's Miracle Network hospitals. And so you choose the hospital of your choice and then go have fun playing games and get people to pledge to your playing of games. It's a really great way to do the thing we love of playing games and also make a make a big impact. Um, and then we'll be sending information about um, some of the fundraisers coming up for Tabletop Alliance very, very soon. But today is all about Hunt a Killer Mysteries. Um, so Body on the Boardwalk. This is one of many different boxes that they have for these uh, mystery in a box kind of situations. You've probably seen this one at Target and Barnes and Noble. I know I was in my area and I was always kind of curious about it. And so I'm in a Facebook group with some other board game reviewers and, and content creators um, and Hunt a Killer uh, reached out to us and offered, hey, we'd love to just send you a copy. So we did receive this copy for free. Um, and so I'm very thankful for that. Um, and we just want to be absolutely transparent about that. Um, but with that being said, I never let any of those biases um, play into any of these things. Um, rather, as a qualitative PhD, um, I like to be upfront about those so you can make your own informed choices, but I will be doing a deep dive onto this experience. Um, so that way you can make an informed choice for you and yourself. And so, um, what this is, and also side note, uh, I actually have new technology. This is a brand new podcast mixer that I have. And so I'm going to play with it. Um, so let's talk about, uh, we're going to talk about hunt a killer. So this is essentially a not an escape room in a box. It's a mystery in a box. Um, but it's kind of got that escape room kind of feel of 
you're putting some clues together and things. So let me give the fun kind of what you're doing in this game, what the story is. And I'm going to turn on because I have the technology, this fun little th announcer voice for it. So this is about the game. So when Katie Dunn, an employee at a seaside amusement park, turns up dead inside a popular ride, her boyfriend quickly becomes the prime suspect. The suspect's mother reaches out to you in hopes of clearing his name. But even she has to admit that the evidence against her son looks bad. Could someone else have had, to, had a score to settle with the victim? Or is the boyfriend as guilty as he looks? Behind the boardwalk's picturesque facade lies a criminal underworld where everyone's got something to hide. To figure out who killed Katie, you must reconstruct her path along the boardwalk on the day she died and work out the secret she discovered that ultimately led to her death. Uncovering the crimes perpetrated by the other boardwalk employees will lead you to the identity of Katie, Katie's true killer. So that is from... <laughs> That is from the BGG page for this game. I couldn't help but use that because it's so good. Um, I have many other ones. I can do like Autobot voices and like disguise things. It's great. Um, so the what you're really doing in the game is there's just a lot of materials in the box for this game. And what you are doing is you're trying to put together, in this case, what happened to Katie. What happened to her uh, when she died. Let's walk through her, literally walk through her path all the people she interacted with and try and figure out who done it, um, who actually did the murder of Katie um, that was found in the newspaper. So the win conditions, you're trying to solve this and sort of like clue, but much more in depth and you're not passing around cards. You're just working with the information. So the win conditions is you're trying to identify the motive, the means and the opportunity. And so what you have just like clue, you do have a solution envelope. And that solution envelope will spoil everything of, of what actually happened. So do not, under any circumstance, open that. I actually love the fact they use like the confidential envelopes. You can't actually see through it if you hold it up to light. I checked. Uh, but you're trying to identify and rule people out. Like, did they have the motive? Did they have the means? So they might have had the motive and the means, but maybe not the opportunity. And so you're trying to figure out the person, how they did it, why they did it, and that they had the opportunity to do it. And so what what you do in this game, like how to play, it's a what I would call a document dump. Um, that's a good thing. By that, I mean literally open the box and start taking out the materials, taking out the props, and have at it. There are no actions. There's no turns, no nothing. It's just you put everything out there, and you're essentially working on a big board to or however you want to do we did it on, on our entire table to figure out what was going on um for this you know some interesting notes about that is how you do all of it what documents you look at first what pieces of paper you look at what pictures you might look at um if you choose to write on things if you choose to hold things up to the light like i was doing all of that is completely up to you and so for this case this one case they have a five like a five star scale essentially and this one is apparently a two out of five now with that we honestly played it for like two and a half hours maybe three um if and sometimes we like went a little slower at sometimes maybe got up went to the restroom things but it was a whole night to handle this case in a really good way 
So when I talk about like a document dump, let's talk about what's inside. So you open up and you typically have the kind of rule book right there. It's the game manual, which goes over an intro. It also has an inventory list. And so what we did, I actually took out a Sharpie and opened this up. And then pull, every time we pulled out an item, I put a check mark next to it. So that way I knew we had everything in there because um, that's just the kind of person I am. And it was all in there. So we got things like a letter, multiple letters, a newspaper article, suspect profiles. I'm just reading off the list. A, a map, a note paper, or a flyers, receipts, napkins, uh, and then other items I'm going to talk about here in a second. So it talks about the objective, getting started. It does give you some hints. Um, what's really nice is that if you feel stuck at any time during your investigation or need a little help, you can visit their website for clues, um, which is just a body on the boardwalk and navigate to the hints and reveal section. You need, I have a passcode from your game to enter. And then the hints section has spoiler free clues to help you along in the investigation. Just some little prompts. We did check that out. It was very helpful for that. And then also has some guidance on how to go about code breaking if there are codes in the game. Um, but now let me go through these things. So what's really crazy cool about this is the materials are actually legit. Um, I didn't expect for like a letter. I don't know if you can hear that, but it's on like hard cardstock that came to me. Um, so this is a letter that came to us from the from the mother. I'm going to move my little note sheets out of the way. So for us, we did also use little pieces of paper to keep track of things. I'll get some more of that in a second. And then we did have that solution envelope. It's impossible not to know it's the solution envelope. And then we have other types of uh, paper for another letter. The, what's crazy is the napkin is actually a printed on napkin, like you would find at a bar. Um, so it's as if you were really at the crime scene. The map, because uh, it's a boardwalk, right, with some carnival things. So think of like an Atlantic City boardwalk. Have you ever seen pictures of that? Where there's a bunch of shops and then some also carnivals and a, and a parking lot. And it's literally a map with a whole bunch of attractions, essentials, fun and games areas, quick bites, shops, their hours of operation, ticket prices. It's a legit map that you'd find like tucked into one of those like map holders. There's a legit four by six photo um, on photo paper in this. There is a the staple together. I did unstaple it because I found it easier to go paper by paper. Dossiers on every single character in the game. In addition, I have notes and records from a board meeting from a law office. I've got legitimate like newspaper paper article of her uh, Katie's passing like so the article that actually came out in the paper and it is front and back as if it was cut out so there would have been an article on the back i've got a popcorn bag like some from the popcorn stand inside the popcorn bag we've got all sorts of items like things from the arcade literally receipt thermal paper printed um some other notes we've got printouts of yelp reviews of the different businesses i've got uh little like note cards like if you picked up a, um, a postcard and then wrote notes on them, they're there. What's crazy is almost every one of the different games, like experiences, comes with some sort of keepsake. In this case, it was a keychain from one of the shops. That's just super cool. Like so, when you're done with this game, you now have a keychain um, to remember your experience, which is a very very cool thing. 
also came with a lock a box that was locked. So um, so I literally a metal tin that had a padlock on it. And at one point I had to figure out the code to the padlock. And then inside of it, there was more items. Like, and I don't want to spoil the items that are inside the the pat inside the tin can because it's just cool. Um, and if you've ever been to a Cracker Barrel, you're gonna get very excited, and you'll see why if you ever play this game. Um, which I do encourage you if you are into mystery and escape things, and check this out. So, <laughs> I love the fact that it had the keepsakes and stuff. But in addition to that, it's also important to note that. When we were playing this, we weren't just playing with these materials. We we had note cards, we had pens. Um, what it brought out in us, my wife Caitlin, um, she actually once we like started getting some information together, she got up, went and got her computer and her charger, plugged in her computer, and start. We started making an Excel spreadsheet, tracking different people. Um, so we made a, a column that had, and this was a suggestion in the, in the, in the game manual, but that was to like make a timeline. And so we actually made a timeline in Excel vertically and then would say what, when we ever, we had occurrences of different people doing things. Um, that's something we did. Um, so literally we made an Excel sheet, which was kind of cool. Um, the hard part is like the question of like how this game would fit into teaching or playing other games. And that it's kind of a standalone, like you don't have to have played any other game. You don't have to have played any kind of other escape room game, things like that. If everyone, if anybody's ever watched a detective series, they are good to go. Um, this is going to be a simple plug and play. They'll be fine. Um, unlike other escape room games or mystery games. So if you think of like an unlock, there was no app for this. It was, there was the website if you wanted hints, uh, but there was no app for this. Uh, I can't speak to anyone but board body on the boardwalk. So there might be some other technology things with some later ones. If you've ever played the escape uh, exit games where you have to like destroy stuff, none of that. Um, I did write on stuff, but that was my choice. I didn't have to. Um, it was it was a good time. Uh, so the box says it'll play in about forty five to sixty minutes. Honestly. In going through everything, maybe if you do puzzles like this all the time, I could see that. I would really lean towards like the two hour mark, um, the two and a half hour mark. Um, if you've never done this kind of thing, maybe give it a little bit more time, but that's fine. Honestly, this is the kind of thing, if you've got a just a side table or something, you could have it on the side table and come back and like work on the case a little bit more over like a couple mornings or on a weekend, any of that kinds of stuff. Uh, so Interestingly, this is one of like many different hunt a killer games. Um, so this is a, so it's called a standalone one. This one was a smaller one around like the $30 price point. And then they also have like premium ones, which are like the $60 to $120. Now, if you go on their website, which I encourage you to do to go check these out and see what I'm talking about, those premium ones have like even better swag and items that really make the experience even more immersive. I mean, don't get me wrong. This was super immersive at $30, but the other ones also have some like really cool things from just the pictures alone. You can see that they also have other ones that are episodic. It's multiple sh cases over like shorter boxes. That is like a subscription service where you can get maybe one sent to you once a month. Um, so like a, let's say a six case episode, um, almost, and you can just get that new module every month, or you can get all six at once and divvy them out them how you choose. 
personally for me, I think I'm more of the standalone experience um, because I know the box is contained. I, I like just being able to have everything in the one box. Um, they have a whole bunch of different ones on the website. So ones I'm interested in, there's one, an Agatha Christie one, which is the mystery of Hunter's Lodge. Like number one, that one looks just awesome to check out. Um, they also have a Baker's dozen one, which is a premium one that I'm also highly interested in, but that Agatha Christie one, I also say that because my wife loves Agatha Christie stuff. So do I. Um, and so just kind of a sucker for that kind of mystery and curious how Hunter Killer kind of leaned into the Agatha Christie stuff. So my overall thoughts for this was this had a different part of my brain engaging the whole time. Um, it was a really fun time. I'm very thankful that Hunter Killer sent it my way. And I, I am very thankful that we got to have a really memorable night getting to play this and get to figure out what happened in the case. I will say that it was a whole lot more involved than I, than I thought going in. I thought it was going to be like some other escape room in a box or, um, those kind of experiences, but Holy dang did hunt a killer kind of take this whole experience and take it to a whole new level and make a really cool product that really shows what's going on there. I will say sometimes you have to think a little outside the box, but again, you're getting a puzzle game. So that's kind of expected. Um, and it was just a, it was a cool experience. Um, I really enjoyed it and I think we both really enjoyed it and would be absolutely down to try a standalone smaller one or a premium one again. Um, so I really enjoyed it. Now, obviously I've played it. I know what happens. We got it right. Even though I didn't get it right, we already opened the solution. So we saw what happens. Um, it was a cool story. You also had, we also faced a point towards the end, just to be clear where we had all, uh, essentially all the information and we had to still make a choice. Um, we, we still had to take that leap of faith and this is what we believe happened. And we believe the situation as we see it is better than any other situation. So there's definitely some red herrings in this game. So potential like traps you could fall into is if you just take things at face value, maybe go a little deeper, do a little bit more homework, be a little better detective, uh, and it'll really help nuance everything in the end. So yeah, so I really enjoyed it and I'm looking forward to hopefully trying some of these other ones. Um, just as a heads up again, Hunter Killer did send this to me for free and I'm very thankful for that. Um, but they also sent me this. So if you're wanting to check it out, they sent me some referral codes. I'm going to put these in the link to the, in the podcast notes for this episode. But if you want 10% off any item, 10% off, $10 off any item, 10% off any, or 10% off any order or 20% off a six month or 12 month subscription. So if you're wanting to get different mysteries once a month. Um, for six months or 12 months, that's a 20% discount. And so I'm going to put those codes in the podcast description of this episode. So that way you can check it out. Um, and I'm just very thankful that Hunter Killer gave me that opportunity. Um, so I hope this has been helpful. Uh, I definitely really enjoyed doing something different um, in terms of solving a mystery. And it felt real good when we solved it. It felt real, real good. But I hope that listening to Board Game Impact and learning about what experiences are going on for us makes a positive impact on you and your gaming group. If you have any questions or want to know more about our experience, you can email that to boardgameimpact at gmail.com. 
just the same email is where if you have any content that you would like discussed on the show or questions that you have that you'd like answered on the show, shoot it there too. So boardgameimpact.gmail.com. You can also follow on all the social media handles. So at boardgameimpact. Uh, please tell a friend about the show so that way they can also uh, learn about the impact. Maybe this game is going to be perfect for them. So make sure to send it over to them. And until next time, go make your positive impact on the world.